Hey. <sighs> yeah, it's been a while, right? Truth is, I wasn't even sure I wanted to pick up the phone and just do this simple act of talking to you. I I don't really I don't know why when you fall out of a habit it can be hard to get back up on that horse. Of course, of course, of course. This is a talking horse and Anyway, that was just a dumb cultural reference to Mr. Ed, the TV show. Currently in a new bedroom. It's been a week since I moved in. I'm in a apartment block. Sort of halfway between the city centre. Oh, you can hear a train in the background. The city centre and where my sister lives. And it's close enough to make it possible. To spend time with her. Man, I'm just really pushing my way through this. It's been rough. I didn't know where I was going to live for a bit and then when I did find a place it's this place it's been challenging because I'm living by other people's rules strict rules my rebellious old ass doesn't want to have to follow but at the same time I don't want to be homeless god just the concept fucking did my head in I did stay at a very lush place in between blowing some more money but Oh my God, it was worth it. I felt different afterwards. (laughs) My sister (laughs) last night said that I had, I'm having this pretty woman moment where I get a decent government pension, you know, I get $500 a week after tax and that's a lot of money for a lot of people. There are heaps of people busting their asses doing Uber and such things, probably not making that much money. But there is a huge stigma when it comes to being unemployed, at least here. And wow, it really, I mean, it's hardly surprising with the way that the world is going. And what does this have to do with being a, An ethical slut? Well, can't do much when you got nowhere to fuck. (laughs) I was thinking, though, this particular hotel that was so lush and 
using my Hotel Tonight app. Thank you, Joy Haha, for the suggestion I can get for a reasonable price at different times. You know, that could be the place I go to slut it up when I'm ready to do so. It definitely would uh, meet those needs. I don't feel that comfortable bringing anybody to this place. I barely feel comfortable being in this place. But I'm here for the next 10 weeks until the two women who are married, good for them, one is a professional athlete, beach volleyball player from Austria. The other, I'm not sure what her deal is actually. Um, food stuff, I don't know. Um, but she's from Brazil. And uh, the Brazilian is 35, the Austrian is 40. I don't know, maybe that makes her past the peak of her career. But she does coaching and other things. They have hustles. But I guess um, hustles take a while to turn around. So in the meantime, they have me here paying bank $250 a week to hide in this little room where well while we're while we're playing violins for myself <laughs> moving my heater out of the way oh because it's getting brisk here in Australia in Brisbane I have been looking at my ukulele I was writing in my book before in my diary seeing if I could level up because oh my god the broad expanse of the day with nothing scheduled just felt you know I mean that was yesterday yesterday had the purpose of hiding out and staying away from the Brazilian bridezilla as I have come to call her um from her and her germs as she's got the flu and if you've been listening you know that I just recovered so I just opened the case hey baby oh I mean that could be something I could make love to my ukulele Did I tell you guys that I lost my bird, GB? It stands for green bird. It still hurts so much. Zoe, 
is with Brad and the the two cockatiels when Brad and I broke up he took the cockatiels I took the lorikeets if I had to have the birds now I wouldn't be able to be here man it's hard enough to find a place that doesn't discriminate and the pretty woman moment is when she's got all this cash but these snobby bitches in the clothing stores won't serve her because she doesn't fit what their idea of a customer is you know and that's quite a fitting parallel for the situation that I'm in where my money isn't good enough for people really they won't even consider me as a flatmate because I don't have a job and even here they think that I have part-time work when really I just go hang out at my sister's place or at my mate Kate's place as for my relationship with Derek, aka Damien Black. Ah, can you hear the Sarah, the Austrian in the background? <sighs> she sits at her desk all day, hustling <laughs> in various languages. I don't know what she does, but. Coach Monty is what she gets called when she's out doing stuff. Ah, man. I've been so focused on my basic needs. It's been hard to feel the loss of the embrace of a lover of someone I love of of Derek I still remember the glow of his skin it's like like he glowed from within in this yellow light the outline of his skin being so dark brown and chocolatey and then the surface having a different kind of hue almost golden and I remember his big lips and just the the feeling of being held I think I just 
I really miss being loved. Feeling that feeling of proximity to love. Both with my bird GB. But in a weird way, and I'm sorry if you're listening, darling, but less so with Derek, maybe because of exposure time, I don't know. GB, she loved me so much. I remember when I was overseas having my sexcapades, my whole past in my relationship while Brad and I were still together. And I was just escaping the crazy shit that had happened in my life. I mean, and also that was the the beginning of my sexual renaissance after my sex drive had just dried up and died for years honestly I hadn't even masturbated it was so dead (laughs) and the only thing that would bring back any feeling of missing home or remorse was the GB's cry this particular sound that she would make and she would look into the phone like into the speaker she'd look around she'd try to figure out where was my voice coming from and then she'd make this sound and it would break my heart And I feel that heartbreak now. Now she's gone forever. And I'm in this Zoe. And she misses me too, I know. And I want to be reunited with her. I dream of having a little place where Zoe and I can be together and Can practice my ukulele and hang out with her and go to my sisters and both my sisters because my other sister she gets neglected by all of us talk about someone feeling alone in the world but yeah longing What is it about the pain of longing and missing that connection when you know that somebody, you know, if a cheapy counts as a somebody has loved you so deeply. And that's no longer an option. The pain of that. 
man, did I feel that when I first got back. I was longing for Tariq. It was unbearable, the pain. (laughs) I guess, in comparison, (laughs) the scariness of being homeless is fucking terrifying and truly earth-shattering as that was it I don't know it's a different kind of pain <sighs> but the the longing it's like it's like that pain of a toothache or something or a migraine that you can't escape it it just it sinks its claws into you so deep so I have opportunities for love and I guess that's something to hold on to something to remember I have people in my life who want me around as much as I just want to not be here, not feel anything, not want to need to love or be loved or there are people that not just I mean not just my sudden dramatic absence would have their lives be diminished or harmed but I have to admit you know there are people that actually benefit from me being around who would not enjoy life as much if I wasn't here. And that (laughs) is a hard concept for me to grasp. Just like it's hard for me to really believe that I'm smart or that that's gotten easier. But really believing that I'm lovable that's even harder (laughs) how fucked is that so yeah I feel like I'm letting you guys down somehow by not making this titillating enough you know, who cares, I guess, do you, do I, does anyone, I don't know, I'm, I'm listening to this audio book at the moment called Junk, and there's a character in there, it's a, it's a kind of end of times kind of book, and then post end of times, which is really interesting too, um, (laughs) the kind of, 
normalcy that the world returns to in its own fucked up way. And there's this girl that does these YouTube broadcasts that before the end of the world are just, you know, she's just yelling into the void, making connections about, well, you know, (laughs) I guess the combination of the history of white supremacy plus, you know, like the different uh, esoteric mysteries of various religions over the history of humanity and as she stays in her room I can relate I don't have a pin board or multiple pin boards with multiple colored yarns like making like a a spider's web across my room like she had but I could relate so much to that character and then after the big you know change humanity's upgrade downgrade invasion these recordings that she made are handed you know (laughs) secretly on VHS tape and passed around and it and it gives people this hope something to cling to the the have-nots the the people that weren't upgraded in the apocalypse to being these weird amoral black-eyed hedonistic alien creatures who just I guess really are the epitome of the audacity that's fueled white supremacy. I mean, while I'm <laughs> while I'm rambling, I might as well share some things I've been thinking, you know. If this isn't your bag, then I guess you can just tune out, hey? This last night, I was talking to my sister about the state of the world and how information gets to us or doesn't get to us. And there's this book dark emu black seeds about what was really here in Australia the incredible technology and sophistication that the First Nation people had going on was just mind-boggling just I mean uh, I can't even and so this morning, as I was writing, I asked myself the question, why did they lose? How did that happen? 
the culture that was here, what was here was so much more sophisticated than what they had going on in Europe. I mean, there's records of bread being made here on this continent before the Egyptians, for fuck's sake. And then the answer came to me, audacity. The people that came to this place to colonise it, they had this idea of white supremacy, that white men were at the pinnacle of human evolution. And it's that total disregard for other people and and that the ability to completely aha and here we go to <laughs> bringing it back to at least a semblance of the subject matter of this podcast ethics <laughs> the absence of morality of of, of ethics of seeing other people as being human and therefore feeling completely okay with just doing whatever of being complete pricks really that gave them the the leg up that they needed to to conquer a people that had their shit together so much better than them. But they but they believed they were right. That righteousness gave them the edge. And I mean when you think about it sexually she says once again trying to tie back into the actual subject matter of this podcast Uh, please excuse the background noise that's my flatmate making a shake I should probably let her know when I'm recording I guess anyways I mean how sexy is Swag, you know, confidence, believing in yourself. And how how intangible is that as well? I mean, if you if you try to fake it, you only get so far. It's something that almost needs to have a particular constellation of things occur for you to feel that way. And I certainly felt that way when I was with Derek. I felt dead sexy because of how he saw me, how we saw each other. We... We were really sexy together, I think. 
because we had this appreciation for each other's bodies, for each other's minds, and we still do. It's just a lot harder to manifest from a distance, from the other side of the planet. And I mean, who knows if that's actually sustainable when you're not on vacation and who knows if we'll ever get the chance to find out. And darling, if you're listening, I'm I'm sorry for the lack of confidence. It just... It seems like such an impossible dream. We're both so broke. But then perhaps all I need is to keep cultivating audacity. However the fuck (laughs) that happens I guess it's a goal and I look at this timer 29 minutes 33 4 5 seconds and something about me wants to finish it right on 30 (laughs) maybe that It's the first kindling of my audacity. So, thanks for listening.